Hello and welcome to the Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Chase. This is a place where women share their unique pregnancy journeys, birth stories and postpartum experiences. We hope to help educate future mothers and allow them to have a safe and positive experience. So since birthing my daughter and becoming a mum, I believe sharing our experiences helps us process them, as well as educates parents-to-be on what may lie ahead. So due to the topics that we're discussing, please do be mindful around little ears. Now on to the show. Today I am speaking to Christina. She takes us through the shock of finding out she was pregnant at 25 weeks and the emotions that came with that, as well as her positive induction story. She also talks us through the postpartum care she found disappointing in hospital and those first few precious weeks with her little boy, Henry. So grateful for Christina's honesty and vulnerability. So let's go over to her now. Amazing. Right. So thank you so much for coming on today, Christina. That's okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, So let's jump straight into it. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, so um, I'm Christina. I'm 31. Um, I've got my partner, Alex. Um, He's 30. We've been together five years. We met at uni, so we've known each other, God, 11 years. So we've known each other a long time. Um, and we've got Henry, who is now 19 months, so he'll be two in April. Um, oh, it's gone so quickly. And yeah, we live in Norwich. Um, we've got all my family are based in Norwich as well, so um, that's really sweet and nice. Um, yeah, that's, it's just the three of us, really, and then everyone else around us, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um, went and back you working to at work the when Henry was almost 11 months so I had almost a year off so I was quite fortunate um so I work uh part-time I have Fridays off um and that's when Henry goes to the nursery so I literally have a whole day <laughs> to do as I please um yeah amazing cool and so were you trying to feel pregnant when you did no um so Henry was a complete and utter surprise um I was very much not bothered if I had kids or not. Like, I know that some women, like, they just know that kids is something that they want in their life. For me, I've never, ever, ever been, yes, I 100% want children or, you know, I want to get married, I want to have kids. Like, it's never been on my wavelength at all. So when I found out I was pregnant, it was a big, oh, my God, like, what do we do now sort of reaction. Yeah. And so, um, what made you take a pregnancy test? Were you, like, following your cycle? No, not... Did you have some symptoms? No, not at all. So, basically, what happened was, I was on the pill, Cerazet. I've been on it since I was, like, 16 years old. And about eight months prior to me falling pregnant, I stopped taking it just because it wasn't agreeing with my body. So, I was having a complete and utter break went to the doctor you know explained it all had my break and they said um I probably wouldn't bleed for a while and I was like oh, okay it's fine um I wouldn't necessarily say that me and Alex were having sex regularly either um so um the chances of me getting pregnant from that perspective were quite slim anyway um they say it only takes that one time and 
they're they're right. Like literally that one time, <laughs> I got pregnant. So yeah, so like I said, uh, the doctor had told me that when I came off the pill, I wasn't really gonna bleed for a while. So I put my lack of period completely down to that. Um, I was working, I was training somebody, so I was getting up at like the crack of dawn every day, driving into the office. Um, so I just put the, my tiredness, I just pinned it all down to feeling o- like overstretched with work, basically. Um, and it wasn't really until Christmas time that I noticed some of my clothes were a little bit tight around my waistline. But again, I was just putting that down to the fact it was the Christmas period, drinking, more eating stuff. Um, then we got late into December and what I now realise is my bump, I was, it, I thought it was bloat and I was just like, oh my God, like I was doing burpees on Christmas Eve thinking, come on, Christina, like shift this weight, what's going on? Um, my stepdad, <laughs> honestly, like pregnancy just wasn't on my wavelength at all. Um, when, so came, we were in, when I found out, um, so prior to all of this we were living in Essex um that's where Alex is from so we were in Essex came home for Christmas Christmas Eve my stepdad is a doctor so I literally just asked him to fill my tummy and was like I'm exercising why am I not losing any weight um he could clearly feel there was a baby inside me didn't want to say anything because he knows what I was like about children like not you know Oh my god! He was like, "Oh, it, it could be a cyst or something." You know, um, you need to get that checked out. And I was like, oh, "Okay," put it to the back of my mind. Enjoyed my Christmas day. Went to my sister's Christmas day night. Stayed round there and woke up Boxing Day. And when I was at my sister's, my stepdad called me on Boxing Day morning and said, "Look, on your way back here, I think you should pick up a pregnancy test." And I, I just remember thinking, "Well." <laughs> that's not I'm not pregnant so but I'll do it but I know that I'm not pregnant like it's just not possible anyway my sister uh got a pregnancy test for me literally within like five minutes of me being off the phone did it and it came up that I was pregnant (laughs) I was like wow I bet that came up so quickly like instantly instantly within seconds and in that moment, how how did you feel? In if you can even express in words. all honesty, and it's probably not a normal reaction. I genuinely felt like my world was just crashing down. It wasn't a oh my god, like I'm pregnant. It was very much a shit, like this is not what I want sort of reaction. Which is sad because, you know, fast forward to now, Henry is the best thing that's ever, ever happened to me. But at that time, I had no, I had one friend who had a baby and it, I was even getting to the point where like, I was like, oh, like, you go, go back to your mum sort of thing. Like, it just, children just weren't ever on my wavelength at all. So for me to then find out I was pregnant, I just remember thinking, like, I, I felt devastated in all honesty is how I felt. I was like, well, my Christmas is ruined. (laughs) I think that that is so, so normal. If you weren't in a position where you were like actively trying or, yeah, really wanting that. I think if it's a surprise, you know, and you're not even sure if that's what you want, that's a massive, massive shock and... I think that's totally normal, totally normal oh, to feel like that. thank you. Um, but I imagine you look back now and you almost feel guilty because you love your oh, son I, so like, much. I have horrendous guilt. Like, 
I wish I could tell Christina then, like, snap out of it. This is going to be, like, the most joyous experience ever. But I, cu- I just couldn't accept it. And um, so I found out on Boxing Day, and at the beginning of December, one of my really, really close friends had had her, um, I think it was her third miscarriage, where she had to she had to physically deliver her baby oh my goodness and she you know wasn't in a good place and I just I remember thinking how do I how do I tell her that I'm now pregnant that something the thing that she's wanted all her life and had been trying desperately for for me to then just do it that one time and have a baby that I didn't even really want I just felt like the worst human being in the world really that's how I felt I could imagine, but that's not, you know, it's two separate, um, two separate okay, things. It Yeah. But you can't help how you no, feel. No, no, not at all. And how did your partner feel about it? Oh, poor it? Alex. So he was, he was upstairs at the time because obviously it had been Christmas, so he was still passed out in my sister's spare room. And I just went up and I was like, pack your bag, we're going, we're going back to my mum's. He was like, what, what? And I was like, yep, yeah, I'm pregnant. Come on, let's go, let's go. Like, there was no... I did not deliver it. Like, I've got something to share with you. It was very much a, hurry up. Like, pack your bags. I'm pregnant. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> yeah, it was very much capable. And he was just like, what? Like, oh what? Oh, my like, yeah, come that on. is not what you need on a hangover. <laughs> yeah, <at> <laughs> not <laughs> at all. And yeah, we so my mum lives like fifteen minute drive from my sisters, and um, we were like, bye, like out of the door in the car, and we just we didn't speak to each other. We literally just drove back in silence to my mum's. And did he have a similar stance on children to you? Like he wasn't sure whether to or not, and didn't really have. A no, I think he was definitely more like, yeah, I want kids, sort of thing, um, and. He, I think for him, like, his reaction was probably more of a shock, but in a good way, whereas mine was fuck sort of reaction. What we're going to yeah. do, yeah. <clears throat> and so what were your next steps? Obviously, um, you only had taken a pregnancy test. You didn't know how no, far No, 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 no. I had no clue how far I was, like, ignorantly, because it was just a small bump at the time, which, again, I thought was bloating. I was like, well, I can't be that far along in my pregnancy, really. Like, so... My first thought was I I want an abortion, like because I just could not come to terms with the fact that I could have a baby. Um, however, my mum and stepdad, when I told them, were overjoyed. I think that day, Boxing Day, they literally went out, bought me maternity dresses and baby books, which is lovely. But I was very much like, no, this I've told you what the route that I'd like to explore first. This is not helping like you going out and buying all these quite confronting yeah 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 yeah. I was like you're trying to like make the decision for me basically so um it was boxing day found out and obviously it's um everywhere's closed every switch yeah yeah um so we went back to Essex I think on the 29th and I booked a private scan so we had the private scan on the second and I booked it online and I think I booked it as an early early scan. You get all these different options for the scan that you want. Like a reassurance yeah, scan, yeah. I think. And I was like, well, I'll just book the early one. It was the cheapest one as well. So I was like, oh, I'll book the early one. And 
we went there and I was laying down and she, the the sonographer, the lady who was scanning me, she I just heard her go, oh my God. And I thought, yeah, and I thought, she, I, I was like, twins. Like, I thought that's how, what we, <laughs> uh, that's where we were going. So I thought, oh, great, I'm pregnant and it's twins. And she was, oh, she was like, um, not only are you pregnant, you're 25 weeks gone. And I was just like, what? Excuse me? And did you have any idea sort of what that actually meant? Because I know before I got pregnant, I was like weeks. I just kind of thought in months. I didn't really think like, of anything No, like not really. I just remember I was like, well, 12 weeks is when people start telling. And I was like, and I'm double over that. So I just remember trying to like mentally like do the math in my head. So I was going like four, eight, twelve, sixteen. I was like, you're telling me I'm almost five months pregnant here. Um, so it was very much a, oh my god. And could you could you see the screen? Yep, <laughs> yep. Because that would have if you'd have been able to see a full yeah, baby. there was a full full baby there, and because um, obviously where I when I said um abortion was the uh, first option that I wanted to explore I remember um, I think the cut off if you could say a cut off I think it was like 24 weeks or something I think so and yeah. I just remember this awful awful thought of mine now thinking if only I'd found out a week before then you know I could have probably still gone down that route so I was still very much of a I'm not ready to accept that I'm pregnant yet, even when I've just been Yeah, told. and it's still not something you really wanted. No. Um, and when we were there, Alex um, said, can you tell what the sex is? And she was like, yeah, I can. And I was like, tell me, tell me now. Because then I was thinking, if it's a girl, I could get more on board with that. Like, I'm such a girly girl. To have a little girl, I was like, that could be, you know, I could work with that. I could be happy yeah. with that, yeah. And then when they said it's a boy, I literally, I sank back into my chair and was like that. Alex, however, punched the air. He was ecstatic, <laughs> you know, that he was getting a son. And I just remember thinking, oh, God, like, what am I going to do? I bet that was so, I like, I know we laugh about it now because it's just such a complete shock. But that must have also felt so isolating when he's so, so yeah, excited yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my own Com- here, not wanting Completely. This. And I remember, like, really, really weirdly, my mind went straight to Henry being a 17-year-old. I just went and I just remember thinking, I'm going to have a lazy stinky boy to look after <laughs> i didn't think about the amazing newborn stage anything or like primary school anything i just went straight to oh my god like well i also think it's worth mentioning that you have two nephews that, that and, are like 16 yeah, and, and 21 I just, and i'm very very <laughs> close to them like i adore them but you know as teenagers just they were lazy yeah and like i remember my sister saying to me like we are your best contraception here because I would watch them and their lives with their kids and be like, no, thank you. And so, yeah, I li- I pictured Henry as like my nephew, my 17-year-old nephew, and that's where I went straight away. And I was like, I don't want it. No, 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 no. But I knew at this point I, I didn't have a choice. You know, I had to accept the fact I was pregnant and I was going to have a baby. And so did you ever consider sort of giving the baby up for adoption or anything no, like that? No, no. And I, you know, hats off to the people that 
do that. And I have thought, you know, since having Henry and no, like all my friends knew that he, he wasn't planned. He wasn't necessarily, you know, on my list of things that I wanted in my life. I do look back now and I think, why didn't I ever consider like adoption when there are so many people out there desperate for a baby? But part of me thinks that maybe deep down I was ready to be a mum and, you know, in my head the abortion was just going to be a quick fix you know carry on with my life I didn't even think about any other ways that I could you know or maybe sort of five ten years later you may have thought actually now I do really want a baby it's just that period yeah, of your li- life yeah. you had so many other priorities that were that may be keeping you yeah, occupied yeah um so who knows what how you would have felt in maybe like five no years exactly time. exactly um but I can honestly say now I feel guilty every single day when I even thought about considered having an abortion like i henry i I can't say henry he is the best thing to ever happen to me and i'm very much uh i'm all i'm such an organized ocd freak it's probably the best for me to find out that i was pregnant so late is probably the best way for me just because i'd always be finding an excuse for it to not happen like so he he was my blessing he was my surprised blessing (laughs) I think with I feel like with mum guilt like it starts as soon as you get pregnant before the baby's even here and it carries on forever but also like be kind to yourself because you're still a human before you had him and you're allowed to feel those yeah. like, feelings and you're still like love him just yeah as much of course now. of course so um did you reach out to like your GP after that or did you have like a local midwife team did you know where to go it was a complete like minefield so obviously the scam was private and I was in Essex, we live in Essex, so I was registered at a doctor's surgery in Essex that I hadn't ever been to before. I hadn't, I don't ever go to the doctors. Um, so I spoke to them on the phone, explained the situation, and they referred me to a hospital close to us. And I'd been to that hospital before. I think Alex had potentially, I think I got bitten by a spider or something really random. So I'd been to that hospital before and it was awful. And it's just known to have a horrendous reputation um in the london area and i just thought no i I don't want this and i was already feeling like i want my mum i i I need my mum around me and we alex i kind of got into not an argument but i was very much like i i want to go home like i want to move back to norfolk now i've been in essex for i moved there in 2020 um so i've been there two years and i was like it's time i'm ready to go home now um and he was like no like my job's here blah 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 and yeah fine so we kind of came to like this mid arrangement where i would have all my scans and like essentially have baby back in norfolk um but still be living in essex so i spent a lot of like four months of my pregnancy doing a lot of um backwards and forwards i'd go to um norfolk um i think it was every two weeks i um had scans because I found out so late into my pregnancy they wanted to see me regularly yeah so um and it was Wednesday so I'd go back um every two weeks have my scans and drive back to Essex oh how long was that journey for you uh, just under two hours oh bless you <laughs> but I, I was just so determined I was like no if I'm doing this I want to have baby at home in Norfolk um yeah yeah I think the grand scheme of things, two years isn't actually that much of a long time. And where you're probably so close to your family, you just want to be somewhere that you're yeah, really safe. Yeah, 100%. Like, 
my mum and I are so close. My sisters and I are so close. And um, to not have them around me when I was in Essex, it was, I, I was like, I can't do that. I have to be around my family at this point. Um, and they were amazing. Yeah, right? especially you probably needed so much support when you had such a finding out so late and all this stuff you have to do and trying to keep on top of everything. Absolutely, yeah. And so did you see, like, a team of midwives at the hospital? Or... Um, trying to think back now, actually. I saw, um, it, I remember it was a different person every week and all were lovely. Like, I, it was getting to the point where I was actually looking forward to these appointments. Um, and, especially, oh, yeah, and especially when you hear how healthy the baby is. When I was going for these regular scans, there was never, ever... Um, any cause for concern um because i was where i was like exercising every single day thinking i was getting fat and i needed to lose this weight i just remember thinking oh my god the damage that i could have done i was drinking loads i was eating things that you shouldn't so i just remember thinking like oh god you're a miracle henry that you're still fine that you're okay like he went through the wars with me it's actually it's actually so common um for women to drink when they're pregnant because they don't know because you don't find out until you're like five weeks so there's always that two week gap sort of from conception where you could have a drink or a few um it's so yeah. common so don't be hard on yourself oh but again, that was so my pregnancy it was just like how are you okay like how are you okay in there like um so yeah it was getting like towards the end of the pregnancy I was getting to that point where I was starting to accept it you know and I wouldn't tell I was like embracing it with open arms but I was you know getting into a better headspace you know we were getting stuff for the nursery you know we had the cot and we were getting bits so I was then starting to feel more at ease in myself because like I said I'm a very organized person and when things are out of my control like I don't handle it well so then to be able to be like I've got this I've got this in place like that's there I was then being a bit more like relaxed and happier in myself and did like when your bump was growing and you could feel him move and kick I wonder if that made you no like no I was very like it felt very alien to me like very very alien like and I know it's the most wonderful thing and it's amazing what the human body does but oh god to me I just couldn't it felt very very alien to me and when I lay in the bath and see him like come to the surface of my skin like yeah. no I was not a oh look how wonderful this is I was very much a no, no. I think that that I think women that are even trying to get pregnant have that same feeling as well though so it's, you're not on your own <laughs> um and so did you know much about birth did you like do any birth education I know there's hypnobirthing and NCT courses people can do yeah so with a short space of time I was very much like right, okay need to now explore the options of the different sort of births that you can have and I looked at hypnobirthing and I was just I was very much like I know a lot of things can change once you're in there um so I just thought I'm just gonna be open-minded and just go with whatever the leading professionals think is best so I didn't I, I was in my head I was like I'd love a water birth that seems quite a nice calming might be nicer around that area but I was like you mm-hmm. know I'll, I'll just be led by the um 
med- medics basically um yeah so like see however baby wants yeah to come. yeah and i'll just go with the flow and i'm not a go with the flow sort of person but i was like this i this is completely out of my control really i'm just gonna have to let this you know take its course go with whatever but in the end because um i was late into my pregnancy they couldn't give me an exact due date um when i went for my one of my scans um so the first scan rather they gave me a due date of the 17th of april and then when i went at the hospital about three weeks later they gave me a due date of the 21st so i'd said oh i've been told the 17th we're not we're not, we're not even talking like massive like time apart but they were just concerned they didn't want me to go two weeks over so they said that they would want to induce me and i had no idea what that meant i thought okay great like that's what you guys think is best then that's best and looking back now when the days leading up to me being induced i had that gut feeling where i was like he's not ready he's not ready to come yet but because they had said that's the safest thing i was like but that's what i've been advised so that's what i'm going to go with i just wish now that i just listened to my body which i ignored my whole you know pregnancy not realizing i was pregnant but i just wish that i'd let it come naturally um i think it's really tough when like medical professionals are saying this is the safest thing for your baby giving you sort of statistics on what can happen if you go overdue um, so you obviously just want to do the right yeah. thing, but also, yeah, I think with due dates, they're such, they're not a completely accurate and it should be more of like a due date area rather than one specific yeah. day. Yeah. So did they book you in for an induction when you were there and having that conversation? No, 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 no. So, um, it was a really weird, we weren't in COVID as such, but COVID was still around. So, um, they, I think. They kind of sent me home and I got a letter um, saying we want to book you in for an induction in April. And I just remember thinking, oh, well, I turned 30 in April. Like, So now, you know, now this baby's ruining my birthday. <laughs> it was still very much all these mixed feelings going on. Anyway, so uh, I turned 30 on the 15th and on the 18th they called me and said we want you in tomorrow um we'll ring you when we've got a bed free and I was like oh my god okay so knowing now it's like tomorrow I'm I'm going in to (laughs) and I'll be leaving with a baby um so then it was the I think it was like the 17th of April they called they said we want you in at nine o'clock tonight I'm like, God, that's late. Like, I'm usually in bed at like eight o'clock. Thinking, oh, okay. Um, so Alex was allowed to come in with me for the um, initial bit. So um, we went in. It was lo- like the ward was lovely. The midwives were amazing. Um, they explained the whole process to me. They showed me where like the toilets were, where the water station was. Like, and I was just thinking. Oh, this is going to be fine. This is going to be so fine. Um, so I had the pessary. The pessary went in. I think by the time everything was all like explained to me, it was then 11 o'clock at night. So the pessary went in. And like, that, to be fair, that was fine. I'd been told like what I'd read, like it could like cause, it could be, you know, uncomfortable for some women, but that was fine. Um, Alex was then sent home. Um, so that was the month. And sorry, just to confirm, were you on um, yeah, a ward? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a ward. 
Um, and so Alex went home and I was just laying there and I could just hear these poor girls, like, obviously going through the early stages of labour. I couldn't see them, we, you know, all our curtains are closed, it's night time. And I could just hear them and I just remember thinking, oh my God, is this what's to come? Um, so I slept that night, didn't have any pain or discomfort or anything. I woke up Tuesday morning and Alex came for like the visiting hours. And at this point, I I had like flutters in my tummy, but obviously never having contractions before. I didn't know if they were contractions or if it was just, you know, a tummy. Um, and then I started to get this pain in my lower back um, throughout Tuesday daytime. And we were like just walking around the hospital and all the rest of it. And then Alex went home. I think it was about six and visiting hours were over. And the pain on my back was just steadily getting worse and worse. And I just remember thinking, like, if this pessary hasn't done its magic, I'm going to just go home because I don't want to be in hospital with this pain. Had you almost, you'd been there for almost 24 hours, just the one pessary. Yeah, so yeah, far. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and everything else was fine. It was just this pain in my back and it was awful and so Alex went and uh, went to the midwives who are on the um, I can't remember what the ward would be called now, the prenatal ward? Pre- yeah, prenatal so. ward. Um, and they were running me baths, bless them they gave me some paracetamol and it was just it was just getting, this pain was like unbearable and so they checked my cervix and I was only one centimetre dilated I'm thinking, oh my god, like, please let this be over. It was just the pain in my back. So deflating. Oh, was... And was that pain constant or was it sort of coming and going like a contraction? Yeah, like it was coming and going like a contraction with me. I felt like I was having a contraction in my lower back. Um, and then they gave me liquid morphine. Um, no, basically nothing was touching besides at all. But um, they couldn't keep checking my cervix. I didn't realise. I think the more they look, like, the more, like, bacteria or, you know, things that can calm it. Risk to infection. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, they were always reluctant to check how far along I was. And then it was then 24 hours. So we're now 11 o'clock Tuesday night. And they looked again. And I was then four centimetres dilated. And my cervix was thin. So it was like, yes, yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, called the delivery ward. And I rang Alex, he came back. So we were taken over, I think, about one o'clock Wednesday morning to the delivery ward. Um, so I was like, oh my God, like, great, things are now, like, starting to happen. Progressing, yeah, 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 yeah. really positive. And it was, like, it was, like, ma- like the staff were absolutely amazing. Um, it, was, it was just this pain in my back. And the um, anaesthetist was in theatre so couldn't give me the epidural because at this point I was like I stumped, I need something for this pain in my back contractions I could handle like I think everything else was numb to me because all I could focus on was this pain in my back um mm. and then what were you doing were you sort of could you sit um, down were you it standing was horrendous. up like I was like I was pe- so before I was pacing the prenatal ward literally like screaming in pain so now I know how those poor girls the night before my first fight would have yeah. been feeling and then um when I went down to the delivery ward I'd had another little bath and I think um 
Alex just went to the room, went out of the room to get a drink or something, came back, and I was just literally, I was, like, naked, because, like, I couldn't bear to, like, have anything touch me, and he was trying to, like, comfort me, and I was like, no, like, just, I can't. Yeah, I need yeah. the space. Um, and then the anaesthetist came, and I can't remember what time, it was the early hours of Wednesday, it might have been, like, five o'clock in the morning at this point, and I had the epidural, and I felt like I could take on the world at this point, like, the pain was gone it every i was like everything's okay now like yeah and so did was that just from the pessary and then your body just sort of kicked into action and started going into labor yeah itself? yeah 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 and so in a way i was yeah and i was really pleased because i remember thinking oh i'm glad like it has naturally started to progress because i know when you get induced it doesn't always work and you know some women have another pessary there's different ways to do it but my body thankfully had actually naturally then started to go into labor um and i always knew and so the epidural yeah. worked oh my straight god away. like instantly i remember like it was it was horrible when it was inserted into your back um and alex is not good with needles at all so it didn't help at all that he was like Whoa! like that but then i had it and it, within seconds it was like oh like i just felt light oh, and amazing. yeah and then um the midwife the my team essentially came on at 7am um so i met the person that would be delivering henry and um the student there lovely like all really really good so i spent most of um wednesday daytime and i was in labor just like drifting in and out of sleep really or um i'd wake up we'd have a chat um listening to podcasts like brushing like brushing my teeth like having a little freshen up thinking oh henry might come in the next hour like yeah get me a yeah, blade yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i couldn't feel a thing whatsoever so i was relying on um the midwives to tell me when i was having a contraction when i needed to push so um so yeah so did they come and check you at a certain time and say yeah you're 10 centimeters yeah 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 so um I've, i was absolutely shattered but i remember yeah saying like ah right you're you're good to go now, Christina, so let's do this. And I, I felt fine. I was tired, but I felt absolutely fine. That epidural had, you know, really done the trick for me. Yeah, and... Um, did you feel excited or I did. Nervous? I felt incredibly nervous, but, you know, I felt very excited. And again, it does help because I essentially had such an easy pregnancy and, like, every scan, there had been nothing picked up of any concern. So, yeah, I felt very confident almost that this was going to be you knew fine. you were low risk yeah and yeah 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 should be fine yeah absolutely and um i was pushing and pushing and pushing so because you because you couldn't feel anything how was pushing oh, i God, can't even it was imagine really really bizarre really really bizarre and it was i was pushing for so long and at one point i think we had about eight people in the room because i couldn't get henry over the like bump Sort of, I can't remember what it's called. It's like I think it's sort of like a little yeah. curve, sort of into and the, so that, and they go sort of go round yeah, and then they yeah, and they <laughs> see it, and then I'd run out of puff, so we couldn't get Henry out essentially. And again, the pain in my back started to come back, and I had the epidural, and I was like, oh my god, no, no, I was like, no, I need a top up, like I, I can't do that again, can't do that again. Um, and then in the end, we had to get the forceps on Henry to um, get him out. Um, and he 
And so did they give you an episiotomy to do that? Yes. So like a yeah. small cut? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, had the epidural, didn't feel that. So that was, no, that was all fine. Um, and then, yeah, Henry came into the world Wednesday, 1837. Um, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, it, so it, it really was. Did they put him straight on yeah, your chest? Yeah, straight on me. Um, Alex cut the umbilical cord because um, we said that in the notes um, prior to that's what would like to happen. Uh, I can't even remember if I told Alex that was going to be the case. Um, but he, <laughs> he sure wrong. Yeah, <laughs> one job. Um, but no, so yeah, Henry was placed on me. And I just remember, like, that was a feeling, like, no feeling I've ever, ever experienced in my life. It was just like, this is what love is. Like, this is what love is then. And it was amazing. Like, Magical, it was, it, so yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, it really, really was. It really was. Bless you. So, and he came out absolutely fine. Absolutely. He was, did he fine. cry or anything? He um, he came out crying, and then I think probably by the time you know he was then upright with a person, or you know, the scooped up. Yep, crying had stopped. Crying had stopped, and he's placed on me. And oh god, it it was it wonderful. It really, really was wonderful. I'm so glad you got that. Um feeling when he came out and the, after all your pregnancy of being anxious and nervous yeah I'm so pleased you had that same here and I remember um people saying to me like if you don't have that initial connection I didn't have that really mm-hmm. yeah oh, but it's like I've, I absolutely do now yeah yeah and I remember people saying to me it's okay if you don't it's okay if you don't and um Alex has told me since having Henry he was like I was really scared that you weren't going to love this baby because of how I was in the pregnancy. But no, that initial, as soon as he was on me, I was like, everything is right in the world. That is so gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so, so pleased for you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, how much did he weigh? Do you remember? Uh, so up until this point, I couldn't fault the staff at all. And then it's, it was honestly, as soon as Henry came into the world, everything went downhill. So... He weighed um, six pounds, 10 ounces, but he wasn't weighed until probably, so he came into the world 1837. He wasn't weighed until I think it was 1 a.m. Thursday morning. He wasn't weighed straight away. Um, but yeah, he was, he was six pounds, 10 ounces, gorgeous, healthy. Um, but yeah, so the day team finishes that they do seven till seven. Um, so 7pm came so Henry's 25 minutes old and everyone left like oh my goodness and had you been stitched up by this point I assume you're sort of still on your bed I was still on the bed I was still in all you know the blood guts and gore Um, but everyone went all we had was some midwifery assistant who came every now and then and just moaned about how busy she was essentially Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I wasn't showered, I wasn't washed, and didn't get my tea and toast for like ages. Um, And it was, Alex and I were there, we had like this naked baby on me, and we were like, do we get him dressed? Like, what what do we do? They hadn't even sort of. No, it was was so bizarre, and because we didn't have a clue what, you know, what was right. So. You mean your first time parents? Yeah. Who would, you know? So, um,. We asked the midwifery assistant, we were like, oh, are we okay to dress him? We've got all our bits here. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and it was just like I've never dressed a baby in my life. Yeah. I remember Even thinking, like nappy and... yeah, I was like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this right? Like, um, and the baby grows. We'd bought like it's like going back to how organised I am. I'd bought like a thousand different things, um, different sizes. And only one of the baby grows actually fitted him. Um, the others were far too big. Um, but yes, we were still on like the delivery ward. And where I'd had um, the epidural, I'd had um, a catheter put in. Yeah, of course. So, um, and I didn't realise now. So this midwifery assistant changed my catheter without asking me if I wanted to go to the toilet or anything by myself. So she kind of just did it. I just remember it was very, very sore. So I, the feeling had started to come back at this point. Um, and we were just we were just totally alone on the delivery ward, delivery suite. Um, and then, like I said, it was like this weird COVID time. So she came in and she said to Alex, you're going to have to um, go now. So um, this was probably about two o'clock Thursday morning. So Alex oh went again. So Alex went again. So... She then, How did you feel then? Oh my god! I'm just like, can I go as well? Like, <laughs> can I go home as yeah, well, please? But I don't want to be yeah, here by myself. Um, so I had um, a catheter in one hand, cannula in the other, and a, a, a baby. A, a baby and they took me to the postnatal ward. So again, it's like two o'clock Thursday morning. Everyone's you know asleep basically. None of the midwives there. It was a totally different experience to the prenatal ward. I wasn't shown where the toilets were, wasn't shown where the showers were, didn't know where the water was or anything. Like, it was literally taken to my bay, the curtains were drawn, and I was alone with a newborn. And I was like, what What do I do? Like, what happens now sort of thing? Um, and it's such a shame because everything up until Henry coming into the world was made, like, lovely, and I felt so well cared for. And it's like, as soon as I had baby, I was totally alone. And I remember... Um, I, That's almost when you need more help. Li- because oh, you're exhausted. Yeah. And you have this new little baby that you have no idea what to do no, with. No, no, no idea what to do. I was like, my God, if I shower, like, what do I do with him? Like, he was yeah, in his where's bed. where's the baby going? But I was yeah. like, oh my God, am I going to be judged if I leave him alone? Like, what What do I do? So um, I remember um, when I was taken onto this ward, uh, asking uh, one of the midwives, like, oh, like, um, when can I go home sort of thing? And she basically said to me that the more questions I ask, the less confident I'll seem and the less reluctant they'll be to let me go home. So I interpreted that as if I ask questions, they're not going to let me go home, basically, because they're going to think I'm incapable. So I, when the curtains were drawn on my bay, I I didn't sleep. I was just like messaging Alex, like, you get here as soon as visiting hours open. I want, I want you here sort of thing. So he came, I think it was then, like, 10, o- 10 o'clock Thursday morning. I can't believe she said that to yeah, you. That's uh, so uh, unfair. And then... And um, just not how it should be either. Like, I think... Honestly. If, her, oh. if the hospital knew about that, then... Well, we did. So we did report it. Because another thing was... So I'd, um, I wasn't shown where the water station was, but I'd bought loads of bottles of water with me, so I had them. And um, they obviously then... They need to see you you need to be able to prove that you're able to go to the toilet. So eventually the catheter was taken off me. Um, and that's when they explained to me, like, oh, it's a shame that um, you didn't have a chance to go before you came here because you didn't need to have it on because I was able to go. So yeah, I went to the toilet and um, 
one of the I can't remember recall now, but basically because I brought my own water in, they weren't seeing me going to the water station. They weren't seeing me drink, but I was drinking, and I overheard one of the nurses say, "Well, she reckons she's had um, two bottles of water or something," but I hadn't seen her, and I was like, "That's totally about me." Like I knew that they were talking about me at that point, um, and I was just, I was just like, "Oh God!" It felt like I was with bitches basically, and they're meant to be the most caring, wonderful people on the planet you'd associate with midwives. Um, so Alex came at 10. I bet you felt sort of it was them against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, and any sort of... Literally, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was completely new to it. Um, and I just remember thinking, like, I need to go home. Like, I I had to get out of here. Like, if it was how it was on the prenatal ward, I, I would have, you know, stuck it out. But I was like, oh, God, no, I, I must get out of here. Um and I didn't realise again that they need to see baby feed and... Yeah, so did you have a plan on feeding? Sorry, I should have asked you this earlier. I knew that I always wanted... Um, I was going to do um, bottle, but I also wanted to do that initial breath so that Henry would get, like, the golden droplets. Um, I can't remember mm. what it's called now. Colostrum. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the plan, and I bought in the um, Aptamil pre-ready-made formulas that you can have. Brilliant. And Henry wasn't taking them, and obviously they need to see him feed. So I was like, come on, Hen, work with me here. Like, mummy wants to go home. Come on, we can do this. But he was latching to the boob. So he was kind of, at the start, I was like, oh my God, like, I need to feed you, and I want to go home. So I was kind of like doing a bit of breastfeeding, but it just, it just didn't feel natural to me. You just didn't me. feel like it was for you. Yeah, yeah, basically. And I kind of knew that was going to be the case already. Um, so he was he was kind of having, and he did a wee. So they were seeing he was wee weeing, but he hadn't done enough feed. And um, I think it was then about five o'clock Thursday afternoon. We just I was so fed up. I still I think I had had a shower at some point because Alex was there to look over Henry. Um, and I was just laying in this bed that you know was just rank. And I just thought to, I said to Alex, I was like. I want to go home like Henry had had like his hearing checks and you know the checks that they do everything was fine there and I was like I've been here since um Monday night it's now Thursday I, I want to go home and I told the midwife that the midwife who had basically accused me of lying about not drinking enough water and she obviously didn't want it to happen <laughs> I just remember thinking and I just I said to her I was like look with or without your um, consent, I'm leaving, I'm going. Um, and we went. And then, But prior to that, Thursday daytime, the midwife who delivered Henry, she came to visit me. Oh, that's yeah, so lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so she was, like, lovely. And um, I said to her, I was like, that when I got here, I basically told if I ask questions, I'm going to come across as not capable. So I'm... And she was like, really? So she did go and tell the senior ward manager that she did feed that back um and then it, when i like heard that it's such a petty like it's so insignificant now to like someone to say oh she's saying that she's drank this amount of water but i haven't seen her that is such a small thing but to me i just felt really like why would i lie it's literally i think it's just the most 
vulnerable time for you. Yeah. You, you haven't slept. Your body has gone through so much trauma. You you don't know what you're doing because you're a new mum. You don't you haven't done this before. Um. So for to feel like someone's against you must have been so yeah, tough. Yeah. I'm so sorry you had that experience. And it's such a shame because, like I said, leading up to that, it was all wonderful. But I now take back from my labour experience just that aftercare just because of how awful it really really was and it was so oh I just it was the worst I think I've ever felt in my whole entire life um and I knew that Alex was reluctant for me and Henry to come home because it was you know new dad you know Henry's not it's even scary yeah, taking the baby Henry's not even 24 hours old at this point but do you know what as soon as we got home he fed I felt I felt but I was like, oh, I'm at my mum's, like, I'm, I'm home, like, and I just, like, oh, at ease again, basically. They say babies can sense it on you, can't they? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So maybe you feeling so much more relaxed and at home really yeah. helped. Yeah, yeah. So very glad to get out of there. So how long did you stay at your mum's for? But did you go back to Essex eventually? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we, Alex had the two weeks paternity leave, so um. It was always going to be at least two weeks I was going to be at mum's. Um, so, yeah, I think it was two weeks. And then uh, we went back to Essex um, and we had, you know, visitors came every single day. My sisters, I think, honestly, I think my sister Ruth was in Henry's life every day for the first two weeks of his life. She was there in a flash. As soon as word got out that I was home, she was she was there sort of thing oh so good um and yeah no it it was lovely um it really was such like a special time and um part of me was very much like because it was like that weird covid time i was like i'm not allowed to bath him and all these people are like holding him all i want to do is just like wash his little face and like clean him but everyone was just so so like he was so scrumptious and gorgeous like it, it was just like bliss it was bliss but yeah so um two weeks at mum's and I was kind of like easing my way into like you know getting him in and out of the car going to the supermarket but having like people there in the background to like assist sort of thing yeah yeah and then um went back to Essex Alex daddy went back to work and it was kind of like here we go <laughs> like let's do this <laughs> bless you how did you find that Alex came back to work fine to be honest like fine bless him he's great but I'm I just do things myself sort of thing um and in a way you know it kind of it's easier but it is just me and Henry and not someone else like around um in the nicest possible way I mean that um because I think at this point I was like this newborn stage is easy all he does is like sleep eat change the nappy go back to sleep again like I don't know what the everyone's like complaining about this is great um so yeah no it was it was fine it was fine um and you know how were your um sorry keep going. No, 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 no 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 sorry i was just gonna ask how like your stitches were from your episiotomy were they sort of dissolve dissolve dissolvable stitches dissolvable, or did you have to yeah, go and take them out yeah no they were dissolvable stitches so um the midwives come i think they come is, is it the next day and then on the third day and um they came and um they looked and everything was fine i do remember um my sister came with epsom bath salts and she was like you're gonna need these and i remember i think it was probably day two of being out of hospital 
if I stood for a long period of time, I could really feel pain down below. So, and um, for a late birthday present, um, Alex had booked to take us to London and to go see a show. And I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to sit. Yeah, that we're not going to make that. We're not doing right? that hard, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm not leaving this so far. Yeah, yeah, that, that ain't happening. Um, bless you, bless him. Yeah, all, yeah all, the good, all the good intentions <laughs> were there. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely a lot of discomfort down below from where the stitches were, but they healed fine. Like, there was no, like, issues at all there. So that was, I'm very grateful for that so good and how did you finish breastfeeding then once he was taking bottles at home did you just sort of gradually have to do it or was it no like so I remember the so I came to my mum's on Thursday and I remember waking up at my mum's Friday morning like with yeah and I just remember thinking what hell is this like (laughs) what am I gonna wake up to tomorrow like what else has this got in store for me it's Uh, wild oh my god I mean I've never had big boobs the party was like and then it was like ow and I remember like when my sister came in the morning to hug me I was like no no ouch 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 so um my stepdad being a doctor he was like if you're not gonna breastfeed just don't touch them just leave them and they will go and I I honestly I think probably within four three or four days my small boobies were back to (laughs) back Back to normal normal. yeah it was quite a quick turnaround yeah oh really I'm so glad that you didn't get any sort of infections no no again really lucky yeah really lucky yeah oh so good and um I'm just so pleased you had such a good like connection with him yeah thank you like and I wasn't expecting it either just because of how I've been in the pregnancy I don't think anyone was really expecting it but that I wish I could bottle that feeling i really do but it's amazing yeah but like i said i was told it's okay if you didn't bond and it it, it is totally i didn't bond with my pregnancy i didn't bond with my bump or anything so i am glad that i did have that at least i had that bonding (laughs) yeah for sure um and so last question for me is just do you have any advice to women starting on their journey oh it's so there's so much advice out there there really is and everyone's got an opinion everyone's got their own advice but I was told if you hear something that sounds good for you just go with that and ignore everything else you've got to do whatever's right for you um and you know it's it's wild like pregnancy is wild and technically I say I'm I was only pregnant for four months um, yeah. you know <laughs> to your knowledge yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um you know you go you do whatever feels best you and don't be afraid of hurting people's feelings either because when baby comes into the world that's your priority like and that can be your excuse you know if you don't want the mother-in-law to come around that's your excuse like no I'm not ready for visitors yet you know don't be afraid about offending anyone definitely stick to your boundaries absolutely what you need absolutely yeah amazing well thank you for being so honest and vulnerable um I'm sure so many people will be able to relate to how you felt. Thank you so much. Thank you. Honestly, it's been lovely speaking to you. Thank you. No worries. Speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.